work. How's everybody doing this afternoon? Good. If you've got your Bibles on you, go ahead and turn to Luke chapter 5. Luke chapter 5. I'll be starting in verse 12. And it came to pass, when he was in a certain city, behold the man full of leprosy, who seeing Jesus fell on his face and besought him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And he put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will. Be thou clean. And immediately the leprosy departed from him. Let's pray before I continue on this morning. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, you are good, you are holy, you are worthy of our worship and our praise. You're worthy of more than we can give you, Lord. Lord, I ask that this time you calm my nerves, allow me to give the message that you've given me. Lord, you promised in your word that you will not allow your word to return unto you void. I ask that you prove that to be true. And that you allow your word to accomplish the task that you've given it. In your name we pray. Amen. The first thing I want to look at here is the condition of this pepper. Leprosy in the Bible is a little different from leprosy now. Modern day leprosy is another term for Hansen's disease or Hansen's disease. I don't know how you pronounce it. But it's similar to what you think of when you think leprosy in the Bible. It causes stuff like skin, uh, what's the word, lesions, nerve damage, eye problems, that kind of deal. So there's definitely some overlap. And I would say that leprosy in the Bible probably did resemble something like that. But it just encompassed a little bit more because obviously in the Bible... Hansen's disease was not a thing. It was more of a, a general term for various skin conditions that were contagious and uh, severe. So, and also at that time, the only real cure for it would have been a miracle. So it would go uncured for extended periods of time, causing the skin to rot or you know, tissue to degenerate. And Luke who is a doctor, in verse 12, describes him as full of leprosy. Which means it's obviously had some time to settle in. He's had it for quite some time. He's probably been separated from civilization for quite some time. Probably separated from his family for quite some time. His body has been taken over by this disease. And he's been corrupted by this disease, if you will. And notice, when, when you look at, I guess, all the places in the Bible where it talks about leprosy, it describes them as unclean. Not ill or sick, but unclean. So he's unclean. He's been separated from civilization, separated from his family. His body is falling apart. And we still see the magnitude, the size of his faith in this verse. 
for these couple of verses, despite his seemingly helpless and hopeless state. Go ahead and read that again. Who seeing Jesus fell on his face and besought him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And the good old JKV version, the Josh Keith version, that would read something like, Lord, if you are willing, I know you can make me clean. His body might have been falling apart. His health might have been failing him. But his theology was as sound as it gets. He didn't ask, Lord, I, I know you're willing, but can you? He knew better than that. He said, Lord, I know you can, but are you willing? That takes a whole lot of faith to say. It takes a lot of faith to accept the fact that God can, but will not necessarily always be willing. But the reality is God is sovereign. He is omniscient. So He not only knows what's best, but He's the one who decides what's best. Therefore, we must trust Him and follow Him in everything that we do. But we see this man's faith. And you want to talk about valleys? This man was in a valley. Talk about rough patches. This is a rougher patch than most of us, probably any of us will ever experience. And there's a lot of people today, you see it a lot in like the prosperity gospel stuff that teach if you just follow Christ, right? You just do what He says. Everything's going to be so easy. It's going to be amazing. You know, God wants you to be happy. So you give me all your money and then God's going to give you the life you've always wanted. He's going to give you a nice car, nice home. Relationships are going to be a piece of cake. We know that ain't true. That is not reality. The reality is life will oftentimes be harder for those of us who are followers of Christ. Which is why it's imperative that when we have struggles, when we have issues, we bring those to Christ. Because He knows what's best. He decides what's best. And that's what this man does. He has this issue. Leprosy. He has this infliction. And he brings it to Christ and says, I know that if you are willing, you can make me clean. How does that apply to us? Why does that matter? We don't see leprosy very often. It's not even the same kind of leprosy. We have cures for it now. So what does it matter? How does this apply to us? While we might not see as many cases of leprosy today as we see in the Bible, something that is still very, very prominent today is sin. It's an awful disease that spreads throughout our bodies, throughout our beings. It eats away at a person's mind and spirit. 
Go ahead, go to Romans chapter 3. Romans 3 and verse 23. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. This disease that is sin affects us all. We've all been affected by it. And just go a few more chapters over into Romans chapter 6. Also, verse 23. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So, it affects us all. And the wages of sin is death. The symptoms of this disease, sin, is death. Then we see in Ephesians chapter 2. In verse 1 there. And you hath he quickened who are dead in trespasses and sins. Wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation in times past, in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, even as others. So sin, it affects us all. It will kill us. And it has fully corrupted us. And there is no, just like leprosy, there is no natural cure for this disease. It's a disease that leads to death, everlasting torment in hell, and more importantly, eternal separation from God. But aren't you glad that's only part of the story? While there is no natural cure, there is a supernatural one. Go ahead and read our text again. And it came to pass when he was in a certain city, behold a man full of leprosy, who seeing Jesus fell on his face and besought him saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And he put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will be thou clean. And immediately the leprosy departed from him. Yeah. Jesus doesn't treat the disease of sin any differently. Right. That's the cure we need right there. It's the miracle we need. We need the gracious hand of God to reach out and grab us. Get a hold of us. And to change us and cleanse us. Amen. Amen. Go ahead and turn to First John chapter one. First John chapter one and verse nine. If we confess our sins, He is faithful 
and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I said earlier that God decides what's best for us. And because of that, we have to trust Him and follow Him because we don't always know what He's doing. We don't always know His will. But we know a portion of His will. He gives it to us right here. And He tells us that if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I figured it would be short, and it was, about 12 minutes, but I'm done.